Welcome to Wake Up with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Welcome to the Wake Up Podcast. You're here with Douglas James Cottrell and uh, Les Hubert. And tonight, we have another exciting episode in your search for God, in your understanding the mysteries of the universe. Uh, how are you doing this week, Les? What's uh, what's on the menu tonight? I'm doing fine, Doug. You know, the, we see a lot of the news lately about this uh, event where they believe that the Earth's core is turning at a different rate than the crust of the planet. And we've learned from you in your past uh, statements and research that uh, you've, you've you spoke about this back in the 1980s, and we also know from your uh, your great work that we do affect Mother Earth and with our attitudes and emotions. So, is this a natural occurrence, or is this the Earth doing her own thing, or is it a bit of both? What's your take on that? Well, you know, back in the 80s, I uh, I had a vision, and occasionally I have these powerful visions. Uh, usually they're, they're not dreams, but they're, they're at night and they're very powerful. They're about earth changes. Uh, I wrote that book called The New Earth, and it's available on my website, douglasjamescottrell.com. And many of the predictions that I've made in that, over 86 of them have come true. So those are prophecies. Those are visions of the future. But I announced on a, a radio station in Toronto, Canada, that there was a vision that the Earth's core was turning at a different, rotating, I should say, at a different speed than the Earth's crust. And I was startled by that. But I also understood that the difference in the rotation of these two items was causing the Earth to heat up from inside out. If you can envision an orange, there's the peel of the orange, and inside there's the flesh of the orange. And envision that the the flesh of the orange is rotating at one speed, and the crust or the, or the, the peel is rotating at a different speed. And you can see that somewhere where those two surfaces above and below meet, there's mm -hmm. friction. Mm -hmm. So this is why the oceans have come up in their temperature. Uh, one degree was disastrous, as I was saying on the radio. Two degrees are going to be really just terrible, terrible, terrible. But I was predicting four degrees Celsius increase in the temperature of the water Oof. back in 1986. It's a real show, and uh, Richard Serrett was the announcer. And uh, I was putting this out there without really the comprehension of the, of the scientific community. But I was challenging Dr. Suzuki. I don't know why I did that. But I said, please have a look at this and prove that this is happening. Well, fast forward to recently, uh, people have been watching the, uh, the uh, news, television newscast. And on CNN, for instance, there were on other networks as well. There was recently a scientist 
putting this forward. There was a nifty diagram with a mantle and a magma and a core. It looked like a golf ball, actually, inside the, the planet itself. He made some allusion to earthquakes, mountain ranges, uh, ocean temperatures, but he didn't go into uh, the exact determination of what it meant, to determine, the determination being the different speeds. Now, I'm no scientist, but if you have a ball and the ball's rotating in your hand, you know, you're, you hold on your finger and you're a basketball and you rotate it, and there's something inside going at a different speed, then that's got to be rather amazing just for that to happen. And here we go again with finding out how our world and the solar system works all at the same time. And the idea or the concept was that the scientist was saying, oh, this is natural. Every 70 years or so, the core changes direction and reverses itself. Oh my God, I'm thinking. The core, a little golf ball spinning around at the same speed as the outside of the, of the world, the planet, I can get that. That makes sense. I've seen the centrifuge. I've seen those little tops. You know, you, you twist them and you put them on the desktop and they spin around. Hmm. Now he's telling me there's something inside that's not only going at a different speed, it's going to reverse its rotation and go in a different direction. Hmm. All right. Okay, well, leading up to this, if people check, uh, they will find that there's been reports about the sound the Earth is making, how the equator is pulsing. Mm. And I'm listening very carefully, and I'm saying, my God, there's something going on inside the Earth. You know, it's, it's pulsing at the equator. Now, think about this. The crust of the Earth is pulsing. What's that going to do? That's going to take any weakness, call them... Uh, you know, volcanoes or crevasses or earthquake uh, passageways, fault lines is the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And what's that going to do? It's no going way. to exasperate them. It's going to exaggerate them. It's going to weaken them. Sure. And if there's nothing holding them up on the bottom because the bottom is full of liquid magma, what are we going to have happen? Oh well, just recently we had the biggest earthquake in Turkey and Syria in their entire known history. We've had a, we've had rumblings in Wyoming for that gigantic volcano that's out there, and scientists are predicting any day now. Of course, we're in denial, like all the times we're out there. And so you ask me, what is the significance of this? Less, this scares me. It really does. The signs out there are that Mount Everest and Mount Vesuvius, Casey, Nostradamus, Peterson, myself, we've all said when those two mountains of volcanoes go off in Italy, that starts the countdown. There's supposed to be something happening in Argentina and something else over in Japan, earthquakes or volcanoes. So I'm keeping my eye on the world very carefully. I'm not paranoid about it. I'm not going to stay home. I'm not going to put my head under a pillow. I'm going to live my life the best I can. But we now have evidence of something going on deep inside the world. Is it a natural phenomena? More than likely. But what if all the hatred, anger, fear, warfare that's going on around the planet right now, basically all the planets uh, uh, except South America that I can understand, 
we all have this gigantic lookout. Somebody's going to come for you. Somebody's going to hurt you. Mm. And what are we seeing? We're seeing the earth respond with earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. And mm. we're going to see more of this. So what does this mean? Well, this gives us some scientific evidence that one can intuitively see these huge earth changes coming up because I did it in 1986. I'm sure there are other people out there, even today, who have had the same or similar experience and then basically said, I had the strangest dream last night. The center of the world was flipping around and the earth was spinning, it was wobbling, and uh, the ocean spilled out over the basins and they washed over the continents on the, on the coastlines. How crazy can that be? Mm -hmm. That's not crazy, that's exactly what's gonna happen. It's happened before. It's going to happen again. So the significance of this is this is a basis in physical reality that the Earth has the possibility of flipping on its axis by slipping on its core. You know, the crust of the orange slipping over on the flesh of the orange. Mm. That is a very real possibility. And I think this is the time now that the scientific evidence is coming out that people should start to think of, oh my God, how can we prepare for this? The weather patterns are changing, not because of greenhouse gases, but because the oceans are heating up. And if we look for it, I challenge our, our followers on the wake up, look for it and you'll see that the deep sea creatures are coming out of the sea. Sharks are going into cold, uh, freshwater rivers. Why? because the bottom of the ocean is so hot, they can't exist there. Wow. You're invited to the first ever Hope Conference, February 10th through the 12th in Fort Worth, Texas, led by Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Topics include exploring the DNA of your soul, a record of your entire spiritual journey, virtue healing. Douglas will show you how to increase your virtue and he'll demonstrate this most powerful force. Near-death experiences, evidence of the soul's immortality and self-awareness at the time of passing and the latest updates from scientific research on near-death experiences. Communicating with angels, learning the purpose they serve and recognizing their presence. Dreams, Dr. Douglas will help you learn about what happens when you sleep, the language of your soul through dream interpretation. Divine guidance for prosperity, health, wealth, and peace of mind through harmony with spiritual laws. Touching heaven, the Hope Conference will also help you discover the ascension on your spiritual journey. Plus the tree of life, your Akashic record, and much more and one-on-one -on -one time with Dr. Douglas. See more now at douglasjamescottrell.com. The Hope Conference, heavenly organization that prepares everyone. We'll see you February 10th through the 12th at the Best Western Forest Hill Inn and Conference Center in Fort Worth. Now, back to our podcast. So, Doug, 
with your take on this and mother earth is kind of giving us back what we are giving her how is there any way we can forestall this or heal this in any way or can we can we avoid this scenario of the earth flipping or is it inevitable you, in your opinion wow that's a great question les uh i've wrestled that one for years i've read uh much of the the books that were put out there by people before me and it comes down to forewarned is forearmed over the several decades since the turn of this the turn of the 1900s uh that the world has been at war but also there have been people moving inland finding safe places when i first became aware of the of the metaphysical spiritual connection uh i became aware of groups that were moving inland and they had communities they were self-sufficient communities of course time has gone by we're talking now from the the 70s to almost the, the 30s coming up here that's almost a 50 year span mm -hmm. and so people are you know like ha 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 didn't happen uh what a waste of time we should have could have whatever but the uh, the reality was in god's time so can we put this off with prayer yes can we put this off with being nice to each other can we put this off by not dropping huge bombs on the planet or putting these gigantic uh, nuclear tests in the soil and blowing things up underground? Can we prevent ourselves from getting into a circumstance where we're destroying our planets? Think about all the mining that's going on in the planet right now. Gold, yes. Silver, yes. Copper, yes. Copper's getting short supply, so is nickel. What's happening? I mean, anybody from outer space coming and looking at us saying, look at these people, they're cannibalizing their planet. Hmm. They're like termites in the house, their own house. This is crazy. But that's what's happening. So again, look at the rainforest and say, there are people that are destroying the rainforest, which everybody agrees has been the lungs of our planet. Why are they doing that? Because somebody's making a lot of money somebody is doing this at the expense of the native people who lived in the in the rainforest and are now they're having huge health problems with diseases and right. with their lifestyle being eroded this is evil as far as i'm concerned however the answer lies in that stop the destruction let's work with our planet our native brothers and sisters here in North America, when they wanted to build a, a birch bark canoe, they took a slice of the bark from the bottom to the top of the tree. They left the rest of the bark on the tree so the tree could continue to grow. And they used that slice of bark to make their canoes. Hmm. They might have had to use, I don't know, let's say 30 trees with a slice of birch bark off them to make one canoe. I have no idea. But the idea is the trees were still there to continue. When the Europeans come into the world, they were cutting trees down to build log cabins. They were doing naturally so. And then we evolved into this society of instead of building our houses with the durable substances like our predecessors, which would be stone and earth and things like that, we went into a culture of wood and 
chiprock and on and on and going. I'm not complaining. My house is made of brick and two by fours and things like that too. I love it. I'm not complaining that way. But had human nature shifted and gone into some other way, we would be in harmony with the planet, which has been in harmony with the human human race for millennium. You know, millennium. So we have developed a self-destructive uh, way. Combust the uh, internal combustion engine's been terrible. Uh, industrial, agricultural, farming in industrial way has been terrible. Mining has been terrible. And okay, I want this to be a good story, but the point being is we are the problem once again, and how can we get overcome this? Well, we have to be prepared. There's something going on in the world that we can change. If we can't change the orbit, if the planet's gonna, going to spin uh, awkwardly, if it's going to wobble, and if it's going to flip on its axis, then we should be prepared. Ross Peterson, and years ago, when I first met him, my master and teacher, in 1974, was talking about huge dikes being built at the mouth of the Mississippi and the Delta. Hmm. Had that been done, all that flooding and destruction that's happened over the, uh, over time, along with the uh, the tornadoes and the hurricanes and whatnot, there would have been a lot of, uh, what can we call it? There would be a lot of protection established and and we sure. wouldn't have have had all those terrible things happen to us. So I'm just rambling here a little bit because I'm still scared that the way out of this is that we have to learn to trust each other. We have to learn how to get along with one another. That we have to put down our differences no matter what race or color we are, what economic situation we're in, we have to respect each other. And that's basically it. If we're courteous, if we respect each other, and we learn to tolerate one another, then we can learn to get along. Hmm. Might does not make it right. Matter of fact, we're in, and this has been said by the spiritual teachers and masters, we are now in an accelerated time. So when we are crossing that line of acting the way we are in a negative way, I'll just put that out there as a negative term, then the acceleration or the blowback, if you will, from that is great. At no other time in history, at least in known history, has there been this intensity. We take one step into the dark side and the dark side retaliates. We take one side step into the light, and the light accomplish, accomplishes miracles for us. So what do we need? Well, we need somebody like me going around, like you, Les, and with Paul's assistant saying, wake up. Let's learn how to get along with each other. Let's, let's be tolerant of each other. Let's learn a, that thing about forgiveness. Let's learn that thing about, okay, maybe you didn't really mean uh, to hurt my feelings or to hurt me. Let's try to work it out. And that, my friends, is why we're here, learning from this place, this classroom, this planet we call Earth. It's how to get along with each other. Because in the, think about it, Les, what's it like in the in the heavens above? Hmm. You know, is it like that, where the ghosts of, of the people here in the heavens above are going to be duking it out in the in the spiritual world? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> thinks that way. <laughs> we kind of think, you know, it's it's one way to go up and one way to go down. And all the people who want to have a little, uh, you know, fisticuffs, they're going to go down. And the ones that are really nice here are going to go up. 
No, it's not. It's kind of like other dimensions. We got to learn how to get along with each other, but there's no emotion like there is here. And that is the reason we have these situations or circumstances. And the earth is our sounding board. If you look, my friends, any time in history, you will find that when there was great political differences, there was a big problem by an earthquake or a volcano or a weather disaster like flooding or fire. Mm -hmm. Just look back in history and you'll see big problem and you'll see a physical catastrophe that's happened. So the reverse must be true. If we don't have this differences of opinion, if we don't try to hurt each other, if we're, we're not trying to be might is right, I'm right, you're wrong, if we say, yes, we're brothers and sisters, we can illuminate the teachings of the Christ. We can illuminate the teachings of the spiritual masters. We can illuminate each other. And that's what we're going to do in Fort Worth, Texas, as we start this mission, this illuminating of our spiritual selves so that we can get along and help along and avoid the disasters. Otherwise, I don't want to sound too, you know, scary, but if you don't believe in the divine, if you do not believe in the one God, if you're a disbeliever or a hypocrite, then I'm sorry for you because you have no safety net. You have no one looking out for you. When you believe in the one God, you will have a dream, you will have guidance, you will have angels or interdimensional beings show up, you will be told where to go and what to do so that you will be in a safe place. And all you need to do is believe. Everyone, I wish you well, and I wish that this wasn't going to happen, but as a prophet and seeing the future for the last 50 years, over and over and over again in an accurate way. I wish I was wrong, but what I see coming is an opportunity that our brothers and sisters of the Hopi natives or Indians said, if we help each other, if we come together, we have a chance to, over, to overcome what seems to be almost the extinction of the human race. Well, thank you, Doug, for another great podcast, and we'll hope to see you here again soon. Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.